14. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 says this. I'm reading out the Christian Standard Bible. It says, don't become partners. Some uh, said, don't become unequally yoked. Amen. Don't become partners with those who do not believe. For what partnership is there between righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? Amen. And I want to use that 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 word right there and that's that scripture partnerships. Amen. That's what we want to talk about. The right partnerships. Amen. The right partnerships. Amen. Um So I was watching um the news and on the White Sox, they got rid of the manager of the White Sox, the coach, rather the head coach. Um, and they were saying that some things about him just didn't click right. Amen. And in this particular field of professional sports, it happens all the time. Somebody is hired. Somebody is fired. Somebody is added. Somebody has been put put on the waiting list. But all they're trying to do is find the right ingredients or the right person to take their team to either a NBA championship, as we saw LeBron James and the Lakers do over the Miami Heat, that they're looking for someone, some person, some people, somebody to help them to get to the Super Bowl, uh, uh, to help them to get to the World Series, to help get to the Stanley Cup, amen, to help in, in soccer, to get to the FIFA, I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure. I'm trying my best, amen. But, but what I'm saying is that, when, when the team seems like they are not gelling, that, that means something isn't working. Amen. Something and someone don't mix. <laughs> Come on, talk back to me. So somebody on the team is not giving their all while others are giving more than their all. Somebody on the basketball team don't want to pass the ball while others are open. So somebody on the football team don't want to run the right route. Somebody in the baseball field don't want to play in right field. And when these things begin to happen, uh, these things cause the team to become unequally yoked. So it is, it is, very important for us to have the right partnerships. As you saw, when you have the right people in the right place doing the same thing that you're doing, you can win an NBA championship. You can win a Super Bowl. You can win a World Series. You can win the Stanley Cup. You can win uh, 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 all of these things when you have people 
who are like-minded, who want to go to the same place, who want to win, who want to be successful, who wants to be better than normal, better than average. They want to succeed at the highest level of success. But when you have someone on the team that's not pulling, can you imagine a sled of dogs with eight dogs but only two pulling? It's not going to, that sled ain't moving. <laughs> Come on. Because if all eight don't mush, that sled is not going to go anywhere. Can you imagine an, an ox and a mule in the field plowing? So somebody is, is not going to be able to uphold their end of the bargain. Because they're unequally yoked. Here's what I'm saying. The mule and the ox, the ox has way more strength than the mule. The mule. And so the ox would do more of the pulling while the mule is being really dragged. And now the ox got to work double hard. Why? Because he got somebody on the side of him that does not have equal strength, does not have equal drive. Come on, talk back to me tonight. Does not have the equal spirit, does not have the equal motive of the ox does. And I know a lot of times when we talk about this particular scripture, we, we talk about uh, physical and natural relationships. And listen, it's not all wrong because it's important to have the right partner if you are planning on doing ministry. Or matter of fact, if you're planning on living a, a decent life, amen, the person you're partnering with have to have the equal way of thinking, an equal way of drive. They, they have to be able to keep in step with you. It's hard to carry and pick up a grown person versus picking up a, a, a three-month-year-old baby. It, it's much lighter to carry a baby than it is a grown man and a grown woman. Come on, talk back to me. It's easier to pick up a two-year-old and walk around with him than to carry somebody that's two to three, two hundred pounds or more. It, it, it's going to wear you out. And Paul is talking to the church in Corinth because you got to understand they begin to bind themselves to unbelieving people and so because they were unbelieving and because the, the uh, church at Corinth were believers, they were unequally yoked. In other words, what the Corinth church believed, the unbelievers did not believe it. But Randolph, how are you, sir? And this is what Paul wants us to understand. When, when we are believers, listen to me then we have to be, be willing to join ourselves to someone who believes like we do. Amen. That's why when, when, when women 
used to date men, they always ask them, what you bringing to the table? <laughs> if, 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 you're not, if you're not bringing nothing to the table, then I don't, I don't think we can do this thing. But so many of us have allowed people to pull up to the table with just a fork and a spoon and knife in hand. Come on. And we provide the plate and the food and the drink and everything. And they go free. They eat and go free. No, we can't. That's unequally yoked. Pastor, how are you, sir? Amen. Pastor Avery, cousin, I love you, man. So when we allow ourselves, watch this, to join with partners who are not going the same way we're going, watch this, because we are in fear of losing the feeling <laughs> that he and or she gives us, we reluctantly Day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second, pull away from God. Y'all ain't saying them back to me. And then we wind up in a place where he's been keeping us out of because God already knew if you go there, it's not going to be a good place to be. But we just don't want to lose that feeling. And so what do we do? We gradually go with the feeling instead of going with faith. Oh, come on, talk to your boy tonight. Because we don't want to lose out on intimacy, ecstasy, and all this stuff, we allow ourselves to conform to the non-believing, to the non-goal setting, to the non-planning, to the non-no-job, y'all ain't saying them back to me, to the one who takes more from you than give to you, we conform to them because the feeling that we get, we don't want to lose it. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I'm not just saying something I don't know about. I know about it because I, I was once in that. Amen. I, I was once in that. I was once one of those that would date Folks, because it make me feel good. But ministry and following God is not about feeling good. It's about God's plan. And how many of you know that even in God's plan, there are going to be times you're not going to feel good. But the one thing you can bank on is that because you're in his plan, he has a plan for you to escape. <laughs> y'all ain't talking to your boy tonight. Listen, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not going to stay alone, but y'all try to make me stay alone. You have to understand, you cannot partner up with people who are not going your direction. Because what happens, here's another thing that happens. When we partner up with people that not going our way, they want to talk about what you do to make you feel bad enough to stop doing what you do. <laughs> you ain't got to say nothing to me. Ask Job about it. Oh, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me tonight. Ask Job about what, what happened when, when, when God allowed all this stuff to happen to Job. 
Kids gone. Wealth. Come on, health. Servants. Animals. Livestock. All gone. What his wife say to him? Y'all know what y'all know what she said. Don't go off on me. Stay on with me. What did his wife say to him? She said, You ought to curse your God and die. Y'all hear it in the song. Woman, you sound foolish. Don't sound like my wife. Come on, talk back to me. They would try to say things to you to get you to move slowly away from God. And in some instances, it works. If you are not careful, what happens is when you begin to conform all the way to that, you can't get out of it. Why? Because now you have become addicted to the feeling and you have lost what you had with God. See, then you start replacing God with all kinds of other stuff. And watch this. And every time that stuff go away, you got to go get it. Then it's called an addiction. <laughs> y'all ain't got to say nothing to me. I know about it. Man, I, I look, can I say something to y'all? My wife on, she can vouch for this. Uh, before I got to where I am now, amen, I used to always, I, I, I drank beer. Listen to me. Now, don't y'all go off on rib. Don't act like y'all ain't never did nothing. And the beer I used to drink was uh, Miller High Life. Amen. And um, I used to love it. It was it was really good. And every time I it, it was gone, I'd go get some more. Now, I wasn't no alcoholic. But I just liked the beer. I liked the taste of it. I, I know, and, and it made me feel a little mellow. Amen. And so when I would run out, when I got paid again, or when I got a little extra money, and because the cases didn't cost so much, I went and got some more. Because I liked how it made me feel. But then she said something to me. See, an unequal person won't say anything to you that would get you to rethink about what you're doing because you're headed somewhere. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. So my wife told me one night, she said, babe, she said, you know, um, we're going to be pastors soon. And we can't be seen by beer in the store. And at that time, I had a case of 24 in my car. <laughs> I had a case of 24 in my car. And at that moment, I was like, man, you right. Now, somebody that's unequal, if you don't have the right partner, they're not going to tell you you should stop smoking weed. Come on here. They're not going to tell you you should stop drinking. They're not going to tell you you should stop doing it and stop that. They're going to they influence you to do more. And the part about that is when you are with unequal people, your influence die. Your witness Die, your testimony. Die, why? Because now you have taken the thing that could help somebody. You done covered it up with all of this other stuff. Partnerships in our lives 
are very important. Listen, can I say this to you? Listen to this. How can we be unequally yoked with unbelievers? Watch this. A very wise and a very holy man was given his judgment on this point. A man, watch this, who is truly pious marrying with an unconverted woman will either draw back to perdition or have a cross during life. Watch this. The same may be said of a pious woman marrying a converted man. Such persons cannot say this petition of the Lord's prayer, lead us not into temptation, because why? They plunge into it if on their own accord. So what is that saying? That's saying, listen, even though you want to do good because of the one who's unequally yoked to you is pulling you to do wrong. And we just talked about this a minute or so ago. And the more they pull, and because we don't want to give it up, we let them pull us out of what God has brought us through. And we allow it to pull us backwards instead of going forward. And so we're expecting great things of God but you're living in darkness. We're expecting healing from God, but you're still living in darkness. We're expecting favor and prosperity from God, but you're still living in darkness. But here's what I found out what God does. Sometimes when you're connected to someone who has their heart for God, Sometimes God would bless those who are connected to you. Are you hearing me? Sometimes God will preserve those people who are connected to you. You don't believe me? Watch it. The four men carried the man up to the roof. They was healed by because what Jesus saw their faith. Come on, talk back to me. He saw all of their faith. And because they were connected to him, he was made whole. And sometimes God would do that. God would bless some people who are connected to you because your heart is in the right place. So don't allow, watch this, your heart condition to be changed by someone who has a heart problem. <laughs> Listen to me. Don't you change your heart condition to conform to someone who has a heart problem. So now your heart has been conditioned to the word of God. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Now that your heart has been conditioned to praise, now that your heart has been conditioned to worship, now that your heart has been conditioned to prayer and devotion, do not allow someone with a heart problem to mess up your heart condition. Now, come on, talk to your boy tonight. Pa Paul told the church in Corinth, 
He said, do not become partners with those who do not believe. Y'all ain't saying them back to me. And don't think it's just in church. You got some people that go to church and still don't believe. <laughs> you gotta, listen, y'all ain't got to say, I, I, listen, I feel you, you ain't got to say nothing, I understand. There are people who've been in church all their life and still don't believe God. There's been people in church all their life and still don't have faith, have not exercised it, have not used it. There are people right now in church watching online, live streaming, shouting hallelujah, glory to God, and don't even believe God can do half the stuff that he did in the Bible. You know, you can be unequally yoked with other Christians. Come on, it ain't just for unbelievers. Unbelievers are those who don't believe. There are some Christians who do not believe. So you got to have the right partner. You have to have the right partnerships. Because if you want to do anything for Christ, if you want to do anything for God, the people that you're around got to have the same like mind. Amen. They have to have the same like drive, the same like motive. And watch this. And, and you cannot be around people who want to, uh, who will not allow you to flow in the word of God. Davis, how are you tonight? There are some people who are good Christian folks. But because of their traditional upbringing, they are not really allowing the power of God to work outside their boundaries of tradition. Amen. See, sometimes tradition can make you unequally yoked. You ain't got to say nothing back to me. I know. Y'all keep, Reverend, you keep talking about the Baptist church. Well, Paul was talking to the church of Corinth. Who you think he was talking to? He was talking to church people. And there are some folks in the church today that are so traditional, they do not allow anything uh, to go outside the box. Everything is right here, right there. I need this right there. I need that. Listen, y'all don't think Jesus was a spontaneous person? Even though, even though now, even though he knew he go, but you, the things that Jesus did, sometimes it was spermatic. You don't believe me? Look at what he did with the 5,000. He said, okay, now what are we going to feed him? Cool. Bring that little boy over here. Let's take that. Pray for it. Fed him. <laughs> 5,000 plus turns around 4,000. Come on. Sometimes being locked in tradition can make you unequally yoked with what God is trying to do. God is not an inbox God. God is an outbox God. Come on here. Now you watch this. He's an outbox God, but he works from the inside. <laughs> oh, y'all, they say, Reverend, that's kind of confusing. Oh, think about it now. He's an out 
box God. He works on the out box, but he goes from the inside out. Because what he has to do is take you like he did with me, work me from the inside to take me outside. Because that's where he needed me to be in the first place. That's why I told you he's an outbox, he's an out of the box God that works from the inside out. Because you're already where you're supposed to be in God, so he got to work on the inside of you to get you where you're supposed to have been in the first place. Where you are now is not the destination God has for you. You're there because you like being there. You like where you are. You have found comfortable. Uh, com you have found comfort in where you are. You don't want to do nothing different. You don't want to go nowhere different. I know you said, Red, we can't go nowhere because of COVID. I ain't talking about naturally. I'm talking about spiritually. The reason why you don't want to give in all the way is because you don't want to let go of what you already got. And I promise you, like Jesus told the disciples, the disciples told Jesus, man, we gave up everything for you. Jesus turned around and said, hey, whatever you gave up for me, you get double for it. Ask Job. <laughs> he gave up everything. Lost it all. So you got to get the right partners. Partnership, the right partnership. And life is important. Why do you think so many Men and women go through abusive relationships because the people that they with are unequally yoked with them. They don't think the same way. They don't think love is love don't have to be with a hand, with a belt, with a fist. We're so unequally yoked with people in relationships, and when they lose their mind, then you want to know what's going on. Because here's the thing now. But now so because now you're so invested into this woman, into that man, all that they do don't bother you because now, because your brain has been brainwashed to believing that all oh, they can calm down. But they, it keeps happening over and over again. But when you have conformed your thinking to the way they think, you believe that you are the cause of the anger. <laughs> And that's what happens too. When you're unequally yoked with somebody, it transforms your way of thinking into thinking that you're the problem. Come on, talk back to me. It makes you think that if you wouldn't have said something, he or she wouldn't have acted that way. No. No. We cannot continue to be unequally yoked. Not only physically, but mentally and spiritually. Why? Because the world is in turmoil. So somebody has to come together. See, it's been too long we've been living like oil and water. Come on. We've been living like oil and water. You all ever seen it? Y'all seen it before. No matter how much you shake up that water and oil, that oil going to conjugate back together in that water. That oil, you can throw water in there. You can throw flour in there. That oil is not going to mix with that water. 
You can throw food coloring in oil and water. You throw, you get a bottle full of oil and, and get you a, a drop of water. That water ain't going to mix with that oil. How do I know? Because we made lava bottles like that in the, in the center. We use oil. We put some food coloring in the water. We pour the water in the oil. And there you go. A lava bottle. And no matter how many times you shook that bottle up with that water and oil in it, after a while, after everything settled, that water came right back and that, that oil was right there. And I'm telling you right now, no matter how you shake up that relationship, no matter how you shake it up, no matter what you do, it's, gonna not, it's not gonna mix. So having the right partner, if you got somewhere, you got some vision for your life, you got some goals for your life. You got somewhere you want to go in your life. You want to be more than what God, uh, you want to be more than what you have right now. And you want what God has for you. Then there's going to have to be a change. We cannot continue to live unequally yoked. That's why this world is so messed up. You got the natural folks messed up. The Christian folks are messed up. It don't seem like nobody wants to come together. It's just oil and water. Well, we got to think this thing through, ladies and gentlemen. We got to think it through. What do you want your relationships to look like? The right partnership is very important to the progression in your life.